Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful positive healing for life. I'm your host, Louise Schwartzwalter. I'm the creator of a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. From engaging transformational interviews, brain soul success stories, and the secrets shared by brain and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Brain Soul Success Show. I am here with my guest, Susan Kenyard, and Susan is a world-renowned spiritual leader. Um, she has created the Spiritual Awakening podcast, um, which we had the benefit of, uh, of sharing a few weeks ago here. Uh, she's both a spiritual scientist. She's trained in psychology and psychotherapy over the last 20 years. Later on, she added naturopathy and, and meta-health and speaks internationally about her work uh, at research conferences and events. She specializes in early childhood trauma. And she has this amazing ability and gift. She's a clear channel to spirit and those higher realms making her work very fast, direct, and accurate. So as this high vibrational healing allows others to heal their trauma held in their cells, without even needing to know their origin. Um, she raises your vibration of light. She's the founder of the Awaken Your Gifts Sparkle to Success and many other classes that she runs both live and online. Um, she's regularly in the media, interviewed on many international telesummits and podcasts. Um, and I just love her podcast, The Spiritual Awakener. So welcome, Susan. It is so great to be with you here today. Thank you. Thank you, Louise. And thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. Looking forward to having fun with you. Yes, I just love I love what you're doing. I love your background. I know you get such amazing results with people. And you also went through uh, a spiritual awakening yourself. And mm -hmm. that's, how, that's what led you right to the work that you do now. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think, you know, as we've spoken about, there are many things that are turning points and spiritual awakenings, but that's one of the reasons why my podcast is called The Spiritual Awakener, mm -hmm. because I wanted people to realize that, you know, we have these awakening moments, uh, which I'll talk about in a moment, and they lead us, even if we don't know at that moment, they lead us to actually be on our mission and do the work that we're meant to do in the world and be of service. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, what was your spiritual awakening? I would say the first one that I can actually really think about, and I speak about on episode one of my podcast, is about many years ago, I was 27. So I was at the point of my Saturn return, if, if we know about astrology. Mm -hmm. And I was at Saturn return and a boyfriend who was actually still a friend, but not a boyfriend at the time, took his life. And he was very, very young. I was very young, of course, because I was 27. He was a little bit older than me and he lived the other side of the world and his name is Martin. Mm -hmm. And I actually named my son after him many years later. My son is, is, a, is 11 now. So it was a long, long time ago <laughs> as I'm 51, right? So you can work out the maths. <laughs> so I named him after him. But essentially what happened was I, I was uh, training in psychotherapy at the time. 
-hmm. I was at the Tavistock uh, in, in London, Tavistock, North London. And I had this moment where I was asleep in my bed and I felt this energy come into the room. And at that time, I had no idea anything about you know spirit about anything like that you know obviously it was within me and I had no idea it was within me but that moment was so scary for me Louise it actually felt like somebody had their hand on my shoulder and they'd walked in and I was in a flat in London at that time by myself and they'd walked in and I was in this kind of uh not frozen but where you're asleep but you kind of are awake as well but you can't move so you are asleep but you can't move mm -hmm. and it was this sense of someone coming in the room there was a dog as well a dog came in the room and later on I realized it was Martin and his little dog that had passed six months previous but it came in the room and I didn't know it was him at that time and uh the sense that someone was there and it scared me so much that that for the next three months I couldn't sleep properly and I had to have the radio on a timer and the light on a timer until one day, a friend of mine just said, oh, my goodness, you've just got to sort this out, you know, because you can't do this first of your life. And so a friend got me a reading and I'd never had a reading before. And I was a psychologist. I was a, you know, a real scientist. Evidence was my thing. And so for me, thinking about spirit was definitely not on the cards, <laughs> literally. Right. And uh, this lady uh, who'd never met me before sat there and she didn't use tarot cards at that time and she just held my hands and she basically just said I have someone here with me and she described Martin to a complete T and we traveled a bit in New Zealand we traveled together so I knew him really well and there have been many many experiences we'd had together that people wouldn't have known about and so she came out with all of these different things and I was crying and, you know, I was like, wow, you know, this is just incredible. How did you know this? And then right at the end, bearing in mind, I'm a scientist. Mm -hmm. She said, oh, and by the way, uh, this is your path too. And I said, no, you must be joking. I'm not a medium. I'm not, you know, this isn't what I do. Mm -hmm. And anyway, she said, well, one day when you're ready. So anyway, I just poo-pooed it and as people do, and I poo-pooed it and said, no, that's not for me. She was amazing, but it wasn't for me. So I just went back to my kind of usual life and um, I was working in child protection as well. And uh, so I was a trauma specialist in the child protection end. And I started to get this sense that I just needed uh, to calm my mind down. Uh, because I was doing so much I was doing my postgrad I was you know also working and trying to live my life and so I found transcendental meditation and from the day I started TM and the, the place isn't there anymore but um, Moshi Yogi Centre in Baker Street London the, from the moment I found it my whole world opened up and I started to know and see and experience and then one day I went to the College of Psychic Studies and I thought, I'm going to see what this is all about because I wanted to know the science of it and the evidence of it, Louise. And because uh, I had to, because there's no way I would have For done science. it otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> the other side, like, give me the evidence, right. nothing else. <laughs> so um, I sat there and, and it was, I did class after class after class. And um, this lady said to me one day, she said, and what can you see, dear? And I said, nothing, can't see anything. Mm 
And she said, what can you see? And I said, well, I'm seeing this and this as she put her hand behind me on my back. I'll always remember it. And she said, you're a natural medium. She said, just trust it and allow it to come in. And from that day on, I read books after books after books at that time. And I I trained at the College of Psychic Studies, which I feel very honoured to. And I trained with many amazing mediums. So I feel that I take the best of everything I was taught at that time and put it together. So, I mean, that was a long, long time ago. And that kind of led me on the experience of realizing that we were so much more than this physical body. So I was working with the mind, I was working with the body, but I hadn't worked with the soul, you know, knowingly, obviously I was, but not knowingly. Mm -hmm. And that was my door opening to naturopathy and understanding that we are a holistic, incredible being that has not only the body and the mind, as the medical profession might say, but we actually have so much more of us that is part of our healing journey. So anyway, you know, that's years and years ago. And yeah, fast forward, you know, um, I became a platform medium in London. I was living a parallel life. So I was pretending I was doing that on the side and I was living as a, as a psychologist, you know, working in child protection. So you kind of, at those times it was in the Mm eighties, you just didn't talk about it. Okay. And so I led this double life for quite a long time. And then people started paying me for readings, which I thought was weird and incredible. And they said, no, 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 I want a reading from you. And I'm like, I'll pay you. And I'm like, really? Okay. (laughs) And people started paying me. And then they started saying, well, could you do this for my friend? Could you do that? And so that medium side of it started to kind of come into my world just naturally and I didn't kind of want it and I certainly didn't want to be a medium it's just the way that it happened and fast forward now because obviously you know I I won't go for the whole of my journey but fast forward now about 12 years ago was another spiritual awakening where I became a single parent and I had a baby of 11 months old and a toddler of two and I literally chose to become a single parent it was a very difficult relationship emotionally abusive and I knew that it was important that these children were not around this and I was not around it and this was the time when once again my whole world opened up and I stepped out of the closet in a spiritual way and I actually owned the fact that yes I was a scientist but I was also a spiritual channel for source and, uh, you know, that's when everything opened up with the media and so on. And, and so my journey on energy with energy medicine came from that time where we, I put it all together. So the spiritual scientist, how I'm known, puts it all together. So when I work with people, I'm looking at the science of what's going on in their physical body at cellular level, sometimes with disease um, that might be manifesting from not being in alignment with our true mission or true unconditional love of ourselves. And sometimes just that people really feel there's something I know I'm supposed to do in the world and I just don't know what it is. So that's when the channel comes in and the mission readings happen. And it's just really a beautiful symbiotic relationship. Um, And there's much more to it than that, but that's kind of like my spiritual awakenings in a nutshell, that if I hadn't have had the first one, perhaps the second one wouldn't have happened in the same way. And the second one was 
something where, and if anyone's listening and they're in, you know, a really difficult relationship, you don't have to be in that relationship. If I can do it, you can do it. And what happened to me was just literally a complete transformation in my Mm -hmm. self-worth, in my ability to really um, stand fully and speak my truth on my mission. And that's what I do. You know, I I stand for everything I teach. Yeah. And and there are many people that accept less, don't they, Louise? And it, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want anyone to accept less because we are incredible souls having a human experience and you know this time we have one chance this time right so needs to be fun of your feelings you know as you were going through that um that second spiritual awakening i think people can really identify with that you know there's a lot of single parents in the world Um, a lot of people have been through and you know and have dealt with abusive relationships and they're either Mm -hmm. in it or overcoming it or at some place in that journey what were some of the feelings and things that came up for you that um, that our audience might relate to here that helped you shift it and helped you look at it like yeah. a spiritual awakening and not a, oh, woe is me kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, firstly, when you have two babies, there's no woe is me, right? Because you don't have time. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the first thing I remember when I made the decision was mm-hmm. when um, the, the father of my children at that time was in a mental health hospital. And what I now know is that you know, entities and attachments and so on, you know, are very prevalent um, in mental health. And um, at that moment, uh, I decided that there would be a much bigger reason for why I was going through this and why the children were going through this. And it was, I remember sitting on my bed crying, saying, please just, you know, show me what is the right way. And I remember my nan who had passed from spirit many years previous when I was only 11, And I remember feeling her there and I just knew that I was always going to be looked after and I knew that it was the right thing to do. It wasn't in that moment the right thing to do, but I knew that at some point I'd look back on this and say, oh my goodness, that makes so so much sense why I had to go through what I went through. Mm -hmm. And and I do speak about it a lot to people and, and women are predominantly my client base, but obviously men as well, but women and for me, Standing in our power as a woman massively now and that goddess energy is so important. So I would say that the main, going back to your question, the main emotions I would say that were there were, firstly, I have no idea how I'm going to financially support these babies, Mm -hmm. but I knew it was the right thing to do. I had no doubts whatsoever that the strength of, of the power within me to transform that so quickly and make that decision, something massively took over there. It was just a complete knowing. And I think many people will be feeling that, you know, with this great awakening that's going on, you know, staying in relationships just because we should is perhaps now not the best thing to do. But you will know if you're listening to this and you, you've heard this story and you feel, my goodness, you know, I should have done it years ago. That's OK, because everything is perfect. It was perfect for me then and it might be perfect for you now. Mm-hmm. So I would say that the emotions were a roller coaster, you know, and, and I can't really remember much of the emotions because I was caring for two babies. Mm-hmm. But it was when I really stepped out and owned 
who I truly was and you know really that vulnerable side that kind of you know I'm a mother I'm a single parent you know I'm vulnerable I've experienced all of this so rather than saying I'm this psychologist which I used to I'm a psychologist I'm a psychotherapist I'm this I'm that now actually that was just the part of me that brought me there the actual true part of me is saying actually it was really tough it was not an easy journey Mm -hmm. and it's probably only been the last five years that's been ease and grace right and we're constantly working on ourselves it doesn't you know we never get it done so it's it's really important to realize that that you know it's not about anyone fixing you it's about you going through that journey of of healing and expansion so that's probably how I would say the emotions were and you know um, I think it's also really important to live in the now so you know if people listening to this and they feel well, I should have done something else. I should have done that. No, no, it's okay. Because now is the time. Right. Yeah. And what I hear, what I hear you saying and what, what's coming through kind of clearly here, Susan, is your faith. You know, you have oh, yeah. your knowing, totally. you know, so it's that yeah. knowing it's that faith that, Hey, this is the right thing. This is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly you had to work through healing your own trauma of all of totally. it. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So how did you do that? I think one of the light bulbs, I would say the light bulb moment was when I'd studied psychology, psychotherapy, I'd had analytical, you know, psychotherapy for so many years. And then I started energy work. Oh, my goodness. Uh, The energy work was the key to actually, you know, mine started with EFT, but, you know, many different energy modalities where it was getting to cellular level. It was getting to the true imprint of belief. Yes, from this lifetime, from other lifetimes as well. But if we're talking just from the the childhood aspect, it was getting to the parts that I hadn't looked at because I feel what we do perhaps with talking therapy is we've we've done such a great job of being here in the world and we've got our mask on, excuse the pun, but we've got a mask on and we've got our kind of, you know, aspect of, of ourself. We show the world and we do really well at that, right? Because we've had to. And then as soon as we start doing energy work and my hands are sort of going down towards my heart, we're actually really accessing the parts of us that we had no idea were feeling those emotions that we've shut, I call it like closing, you know, the heart field and shutting that door for a while um, because it's not safe to open it. And so that's when I would say that the child trauma, the um, aspects of me, you know, where, and it's all perfect because the astrology, if I, because I'm intuitive astrology as well. So if I look at that, I'm like, wow, that actually makes total sense that I would have done that and I would have shut that down and I would have understood who I was. And now as well, incredible stuff going on in the universe now. And I think those trauma parts, which the guides tell me is just like a bit of dust and a bit of vibration in our field, Mm -hmm. the more that we dust ourselves off (laughs) with energy processes like yours, like mine, like lots of other people, the more we do that and different ways of doing it work for different people, the more we can shine our light out to the world. And I'm an advocate of never getting it done 
Yeah, I, I'm like, ah, oh, so what timeline can I shift to now? You know, you know, um, Louise, that I'm, you know, excited about my book and proposing to a publisher and so on. And, and so that's really exciting for me. So that for me is my next timeline. Yay, let's do that. So where do I need to fine tune to feel completely in alignment with that timeline? And that's the work I think that we do all the time. And there's always little nuances of somebody said something to you as a child or somebody told you you were this or you know um you didn't believe it was possible whatever's going on in someone's life you know there's always those little nuances and sometimes you just don't you you can't access them by just talking Mm -hmm. and I always say you don't know what you don't know because you don't know it you know it's right you know I saw a line with that you know we're speaking of the energy work because my story was the same. It wasn't until I did the energy work that everything started opening up for me. I kind of call it getting back to 100% our soul's truth. Mm. And when you speak of timelines, I also think of, you know, I call it layers. You know, it's like, there's like, I love how you said that fine little nuances, like dust particles, like we're peeling the layers, you know, and we're always up leveling. We're always shifting. We're always changing those, you know, that's the only constant, right? Is always always is changed so it's about being happy with that though isn't it Louise it's like like you said the faith aspect before Mm -hmm. it's being okay with that and saying well wherever this takes me I'm open to receiving that absolutely Absolutely. yes and so it's that openness and yet I can see that Susan you've done such a great job on your journey of healing yourself you know and stepping into your power and also listening on a deep level to what it is, you know, you know, sort of God's telling you to be doing, you know, like this is your gift, like you totally. your gift. So, you know, mm. if we have a message for even our audience here, if you have this inner knowing or just a, like a, you know, a feeling, go with it, right? Follow that intuition. Yeah. Drop in, you know, drop, we're going to do a process a bit later, but if we just yes. drop into our heart, that is so much better than thinking, you know, mm-hmm. we just want to drop into our heart, don't we? Because that's our brain as well. Right, right. Mm. So they actually have done studies, I think, and they have found that, you know, there's more electromagnetic energy coming from your heart that is more, um, they call it the thinking heart, you know, that really it doesn't, it doesn't have to be the word thinking, but it is about being in alignment. You know, it's the heart math, is it the heart math Institute? They know that it's done a huge amount of research um, into you know, really connecting with that heart field, isn't it? And yes. you know, I talk about the heart field a lot, actually, expanding that heart field out. Of course, you know, the vibration of what we're reflecting out in the outside world is the reflection of the inner, isn't it? So what we see transform, we need to kind of congratulate ourselves for, you know, uh, and say, wow, I attracted that really incredible person or that really incredible someone's listening to your podcast oh I attracted listening to this podcast to listen to Louise and Susan talk about this I've kind of known this but I now I know it right so it's like the confirmation yes things yeah so it's little things isn't it like we can see shifts little shifts happening all the time and it's just being Mm. aware of them you know it's just being aware if there was one energy tool that you 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 would say you used either for yourself or the you know the amazing clients that you work with um, that you like, what would that be? 
I, I kind of use a combination. So I trained in theta healing. I, I don't use EFT as much these days, but I trained in theta healing and I think and the Akashic records. So I, I kind of combine it depending on who I'm working with. I combine it with um, so mission reading, for example, I will be shown clairvoyantly parts of their childhood that led them to be on this particular path in their mission mm -hmm. I have lots of activations that come in so it's kind of a combination of um <laughs> my sparkle to success processes my signature program they are the real true inner child healing visualization trauma processes that were born from working with veterans with PTSD okay. where I don't need to know anything about someone uh, it just through the processes we heal that part that felt disconnected from source god so that that first part so i love that mm -hmm. but i also love the sound healing uh from the galactics and uh you know mother mary and jesus comes in many many people come in to work with me and i i feel very honored by that so depending on where someone is and what they need will depend on what kind of way that I will work with them but I just get told so my guides will just say yep yeah, we'll do this we'll do that and I don't really need to know anything about anyone which I love that's so, awesome. yeah yeah that's really yeah. wonderful um so you really truly are that clear channel you're getting those messages and, yeah and helping people on a deeper level what so that, that 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 makes it easy because mm -hmm. I just listen hear it see it clairvoyantly whatever's going on and then we do the work yeah so, i'm so i'm so i'm so excited for um for your new book coming out you know for what you're doing uh you know you're just moving and shaking in this world and all the people that you're touching um and i know that we talked earlier about you sharing a process with us today yeah absolutely um, meditation that you have um you want to lead us through meditation today well thank you for, for offering to do this with us today yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that with your listeners. Yeah. So it's something that is very dear to my heart and it's called the Earth Star Soul Star Meditation. And um, it's in my Sparkle to Success uh, program, but it's also uh, on my website. If someone signs up to my Soul's Mission newsletter, they get this process. So this one today will be a generic one, depending on what the guides want to do. So just, just go with it. So okay. if you, if you okay. want to put your hands on your heart, okay. it looks like I've got one here holding the space and one on my heart. So mm -hmm. I just go with what the guides want. Okay. So I just want you to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And just feel the sense of calmness coming in. And of course, it's important to calm down our central nervous system so that we can really connect. And then just imagine, and even if you can't see, just imagine a light with sparkles coming into your heart. So beautiful, sparkling light coming into your heart center. And each breath that you take, your heart just expands and you start to feel the light flooding every cell of your body. And each one of your cells starts to remember that you are light. And you start to have that sense of knowing 
that you are this soul having a human expression this time and that you are this incredible being of light here for a very important reason. And then I want you to imagine that underneath your feet, you can see a beautiful star. And this star is just yours and it's your earth star. And I want you to imagine that that earth star is grounding you into mother earth and allowing you to feel supported by mother, even if you didn't feel supported in this lifetime by your mother know that this support from Mother Earth, from Gaia, is always there. And just to feel that sense of grounding into the Earth. And then I want you to imagine that above your head, you can see another star. And this is your soul star. And this is the star that holds all of the knowledge of all of the lifetimes of unconditional love all of the times that you realized that you remembered who you were, all of the knowledge and the wisdom that you chose to bring in in this lifetime, all of those memories. And I want you to see that star rise up a little bit higher through each breath, remember to breathe. Good, and just see that star going higher and higher and higher as you start to feel this sense of alignment, grounded alignment. And then I want you to see a beautiful beam of light coming down from your soul star all the way through you, down to your earth star, into mother earth. And I want you now to visualize that that earth star is in the center of the earth. And now those of you that work with your guides or have a sense that you can communicate with them, I just want you to ask, what do I need to know? And even if you don't know about your guides, just connect with your heart and just your inner guidance. Just ask, what do I need to know? And so this is a process that you can use on a daily basis. And eventually you'll get to the place where you can just see a star underneath your feet and a star above your head. And if you have children, it's a really amazing thing to teach them about a star underneath their feet and a star above their head <laughs> so that they remember that they're always grounded and connected. You can give them a magic wand as well. And so just feel that sense of peace and calm as you open your eyes and come back. Wow. I love that. I love, I love that. Connecting. That's mm. a beautiful meditation. Definitely. And that was slightly different because obviously it will be whatever the guides needed to do for today, but. Yeah, it's always the Earth Star, Soul Star. Mm. I love the star. I love the star. I love how you connected the star. I totally felt that. Felt yeah. it like light go through my whole body. Definitely yeah. relaxed me. Um, mm. And it feels like there's a clarity coming. Yeah, and I think definitely the moment there's um, 
you know, the more that we can bring that light in and the more that we can remember that we are light, these light codes that are coming in now, Louise, I mean, today, for example, teaching, I taught today my channeling group and some light codes came in, you know, for the next experience we need to have. And it was really beautiful. And I think we are really shifting at a, a speed of light, <laughs> literally. Oh, literally. <laughs> the I great awakening. It's mm. very different even in the last couple of weeks. I agree. Mm -hmm. Have you felt that? It just feels like yeah, speeding up absolutely. so much. There's some times where I just kind of like, I can't keep up, you know? Yeah. And I'm usually, I can clear it. I'm moving forward all the time. Yeah. Um, but I have felt that in a very intense way in the last couple of weeks. It's been interesting. Mm. Very, very interesting mm. to observe that. Yes. But I think what's really important is that, you know, when we're really ready to feel that and experience it, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's a bit easier, right? So we can observe it. We can notice it. We can go, Oh, that's interesting. Oh, how yeah. interesting is that? Feel a little bit dizziness. Oh, interesting. A new shift alignment, you know, coming in. But if we are in a lot of fear mm -hmm. and a lot of density, it sometimes will feel painful or it sometimes will feel with a stomach problem or it sometimes feels with backache or it sometimes, you know, shows up. And that's okay too, mm -hmm. but it's just observing that and saying, oh, thank you so much body for showing me that I need to bring more light into my field and more love. Yeah. Yes. I've been clearing a lot of that for people, ah, you know, having the, you know, it ends up, it starts in the field and it goes to the physical body exactly, and then they'll feel pain there. Yeah. Um, but it's really a message that we're shifting and, you know, becoming a lighter being. And our, our level of spiritual awareness is yeah. increasing. It's like that that relationship. That do you, you think the have. crystalline light field as well? I mean, people call it all different things, but do you mm -hmm. feel that that crystalline light field is is wanting to be? There are a lot of people passing, yeah. Yes. But there are also, um, uh, which you know, for, for somebody if it's in your family, it's a really hard thing to experience. Mm -hmm. But it, I feel like we have to expand with that light to absolutely. stay in that vibration absolutely it is about staying yeah. in that vibration and helping other people get there yeah you know um but it doesn't mean that we're not also going to change ourselves you know in other words there's going to be things that still go like this for all of us yeah but it's having the tools like susan is, is suggesting here is you know yeah. asking yourself that question oh and just observing hey this is yeah. a shift what can i do to shift this you know I'm yeah. without judgment yeah just allow it Interesting, Jesus, uh, Joshua came in uh, yesterday, I think it was, and doesn't normally come in for me, and I saw him, and he was saying that the key thing is to release judgment of ourselves, mm -hmm. because that is the physical judgment that we're seeing out in the world, and, you know, and I'm guilty of that, like when I see something in the world, I'm like, oh gosh, that's not, you know, I don't like looking at that or I don't like what's going on for people. And, and, and that is judgment in itself. And so it's coming to that place and saying, okay, so if I'm judging that, I'm also judging me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's a yeah. reflection. Right. So it is, I heard, you know, Joshua came in and said, the key to expansion is to release the judgment and the separation of the feeling of separation from others, you know, the divide. Sure. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That makes total sense. And what that mm. is a pronounced um, pattern, emotion or whatever that's on the planet. I know. 
you know, so it's, it's a rising yeah. above that. It's rising above it and being able to, like you said, move yourself out of that. Don't stay in that. That's not your stuff. It's not really. No, exactly. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't and have I, to be. I suppose it, I suppose it's, and it's not judging, you know, it's not judging yourself for it. Just going, oh, goodness. Okay. Right. Yep. I can see that I'm moaning about that or I'm judging this or I'm judging that person. It's like, oh, okay. Check myself, release that, love myself more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Celebrate your wins. You know, it seems like some of the homework I've been giving lately is I want you to do a brain dump of 50 things that give you joy. Yeah. Or, you know, 50, 50 wonderful things that you did in your life. Yeah. You know, um, you know, just to get you in that frame, you know, if we're at the beginning. Yeah, the vibration. Yeah. Getting you in the vibration of having to look at that. Just having to look mm-hmm. at that and pronounce that to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you have just, you've done such amazing things and, and you're, you're, the people that work with you are so blessed um, to, uh, to experience Susan. Kenneth. I feel like it's a, a beautiful relationship. So it's, you know, for me, it's it, my mission is to help people get on their mission. And I just sometimes get quite emotional. I'm like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And, you know, it's it, for me, I'm living my true mission. I'm lucky, right? I'm really lucky. <laughs> I'm living my mission every, every day. I'm excited. And I want everyone to feel that. Yes. I know you're living your mission every day. We, we get excited about life and I want everyone to feel that. Yes. What a great, what a great mission. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I chose a good one. <laughs> that's, that's really awesome. Um, yeah. and would you share your website with everybody and how they can? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's, so it's just my name uh, and it's um, Susan. And so it's um, Susan Kennard, which is K E N A R D. And then I it's C O dot UK. So it's co dot UK for the UK people and C O dot UK for anybody else because I think Americans call it co.uk okay so yeah. just at the end of your name the co okay awesome yeah so instead of com it's co.uk yeah okay. but to be honest put, put my name in and you can find me and my name is all all of my social media it's just my name so it's just your name that's beautiful and yeah. we get that beautiful meditation that you let us through there too right yes they do yeah they find it on my website so just there's a flash up box that comes up and it just says soul's mission newsletter and then when they sign up they get the email with the link yeah perfect and what's your next now what's next for you well gosh I mean I'm constantly creating and exciting (laughs) just about to run a goddess program um obviously the book is really important to uh do the publishing side of it um I'm creating a set of cards as well that go with my book so that's going to be really cool uh what else uh i'm constantly doing actually i'm doing what's sorry title of your book susan what's the title so at this point in time and i know that's subject to change sometimes it's awaken the light within sparkle to success but it could be sparkle to success awaken the light within depending on how I feel at the time. So it's just kind of, it's more the content of it, which is partly channeling and partly my processes um, and everyone's experiences of those processes. So the success stories of how people have transformed their lives. Um, But the guides weave in beautiful channeling throughout. Uh, So yeah, I'm really blessed to have them to channel that. 
Um, so what else is happening? Well, really, I mean, I have my podcast, which is busy, um, which is exciting, which you've been on, uh, which will be coming out, your episode will be coming out soon. <laughs> um, yeah, just constantly creating new, uh, I run the Spiritual Entrepreneur, which is for people who really want to align to what they're meant to do in the world. And that is one of my favorite programs, I have to say. And you can feel it as I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I could feel that yeah. too. What's one tip yeah. that you would like to leave our audience with today? Be kind to yourself. You know, we we feel like um, we should have been there. We should on ourselves. <laughs> we should, we should, we should. And actually just to try and live in that now moment. Be grateful, as you say, Louise, for where you are, what you have in that moment and try to live in the now because the now is the sum of the parts of tomorrow mm-hmm. and the past is the sum of the parts of the now so do as much as you can to really heal those parts of you that what you see in a reflection in the outside world that you don't like you know in your relationships in where you live in the money situation you have whatever it might be really look after yourself that way and do the inner work because it's perfect and it's brilliant for everyone else because as you shine your light as Marianne Marianne Williamson says as you shine your light you give other others the permission to do the same so it's it's about you but it's about the collective so I would say that would be a good tip live in the now really look after yourself and do your inner work and shine your light Oh, beautiful. Kind of three tips. I love those three tips. I like to work in threes. (laughs) (laughs) Virtual combination, the number three. Yeah, right. So those three beautiful tips. Um, I hope you all uh, follow Susan and uh, listen to her podcast as well. And we look forward to seeing you next time and have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Susan, for being here. Thank you. 